0: The Cooped Up Podcast is brought to you guys by Anchor.fm. People are always asking me, Koopa, how do I start my own podcast? And my answer, Anchor is the best place to go. Anchor is the easiest way to start your own podcast. It's free and it includes easy to use tools to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Not only is it easy to use, but Anchor will also distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on sites like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and many, many more platforms. It's everything you need to make a podcast In one place. So, do you want to start a podcast about sports, music, literature? Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to another episode of the Coop Up Podcast. Uh, the podcast that took a three week hiatus because I was busy. It's the only am I, I apologize to my critics. And as always, <laughs>
1: that's a really good tagline for your podcast, Koopa. <laughs> it's
0: true. Title of my sex tape? That's a, that's a, that's a good one to start with. Three weeks. <laughs> anyway, uh, welcome back, folks. Uh, yep, this is the Cooped Up Podcast. This is a pop culture podcast where I sit down with one or two of my friends on a given week. And uh, yeah, we talk about all the things, pop culture and what we've been watching, how we've been living our lives. And uh, as always, I'm still Koopa, your host here again. I apologize for the, for, uh, you know, the, the sporadic delays and like been cooped up proper the last couple of weeks. It's been busy. It's been a real busy time to be an esports boy, but I digress this week, folks. Uh, we, we are, are tackling something pretty big. Uh, one of the, uh, the most critically acclaimed sitcoms. I think I, it's fair for me to say that uh, ended its a uh, yeah, eight year run. Uh, this past couple of weeks, I think about three weeks ago, or whenever, uh, almost about a month ago. But I, in order to do so, to talk about this show, uh, I had to bring on two of my of my big old friends here and two returning guests. Although never been on the podcast at the same time, I have uh, brought on two thirds of the Ooh La, La podcast this week i'll start by introducing uh crunchy man himself he is the (laughs) manager of social media at crunchyroll you last heard him uh talk about uh pixar movies with me uh on a top five uh pixar movie podcast ladies and gentlemen please welcome back to the show third time thrice mr camelange cam what's up buddy
2: i can't believe you have more than one friend
0: It's true, and I got both of them here to prove it.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, As always, uh, happy to be back on Cooped Up. Just so Kyle can prove that he does, in fact, uh, have my companionship. And uh, yeah, I think uh, yeah, Brooklyn Nine-Nine is a show that we all, at least, uh, Sean and I both got into, like from the get-go, like from when it first aired. So it's been excited to talk about it since we've been watching it for, you know, since its its debut. Yeah, uh, I guess I
0: should have said the name of the show. Uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine is what we're going to be talking about today. Nine-Nine, all day. Uh, And yeah, and spoiler alert, coming also back for a third time uh, on the podcast, (laughs) Thrice Guest himself. Uh, You might have remembered his sultry tones from when we talked about Space Jam A New Legacy this past summer. Now I got you on to talk about something that's enjoyable, Sean. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome back to the show, uh, Mr. uh, Sean Tony. Sean, how are you?
1: Hello, I'm good. Uh, Koopa, when does
0: this come out? It's coming out this coming. Uh, not it's coming out on Saturday. This coming Saturday.
1: Cameron is the crunchy man in that scenario.
2: Oh, oh, oh! Foreshadowing,
1: uh, maybe, uh, maybe. I'll tell you, I'll, uh, Koopa. If you don't know, I'll tell you how uh,
0: <laughs> Should I just delete this Hello, and start you're... over
1: again? Uh, I mean, if you want to, sure. We could give it another shot. <laughs> Are you sure? I, gonna I get say you we roll with
2: it. I say, yeah, let's roll with it. I say we. This roll is, you know with what?
1: It. Much like, much like uh, a a police precinct, we're not gonna hide anything. <laughs>
2: uh-huh. Well, well said, uh,
1: Brooklyn 99. Nine. yeah. Hi, pleasure to be back. Thank you so much. This is definitely off to a, a
0: rocky start, but we're gonna land this plane, baby. We always do. We somehow manage to do so. And again, like I mentioned at the top,
1: two three peats. Is this? Are we officially the most appearances on the pod outside of
2: you? Yes, I think so. Actually, I right. yeah. right. My archiving. new goal is to be on the podcast more than Kyle.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> let us host an episode. Yeah. <laughs> let us host an episode, I'll please. Think about it. I'll
0: consider it if I ever if I need a pod sitter, I'll make sure to to, to hit you up. So. Yeah, we'll,
1: we'll we'll run this over. Yeah, those those three. I, we'll we- run this show. Uh, well, we won't run it over with
2: a car. Yeah, but those those <laughs> yeah. three weeks where you weren't doing jack shit, me and Sean could have been steering the ship.
1: Yeah, we could have been about. talking about. Uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine with the finale <laughs> yeah. half
2: it. Yeah, when it actually or, really aired. Yeah. <laughs> or we could talk about a hit YouTube series, uh, Hit That With A Car.
1: Yeah. Oh, I forgot about Hit That With A Car. That's a good one. <laughs> That's an actual thing. Um, yeah. yeah. Jason Steele, the creator of Charlie the Unicorn, made that.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: That's it's fantastic. A, it's, it's very funny. I like recently watched every single episode of it with my roommate, Connor, and he had never seen anything of it, and we just had a blast. It's a, it's a good series.
3: Yeah.
1: Um. Yeah, uh koopa thanks for having both of us back for the first time together and
2: uh making history only
1: yeah we're yeah. really just breaking boundaries here mm-hmm. uh <laughs> not unlike a police precinct with all kinds of different sexualities genders and races present in it
0: yes <laughs> oh man that's oh, oh
3: yeah <laughs>
0: <laughs> dum, 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 there you go we just found the intro to the podcast folks get, <laughs> there we go we're, that's we're, perfect. perfect yeah, yeah but like it. i like like i mentioned at the top uh both sean and cam are two-thirds of the ooh la la podcast a podcast that talks about the finer things in life and again, <laughs> don't mind if i do don't mind if i yeah, do
1: yeah yeah say the full name take that again from the top
0: <laughs> yeah, one more time <laughs> the ooh la la don't mind if i do podcast there it is there it is and all right i think we got the episode (laughs) that's a good episode good Good movie good movie movie. yeah uh listen one day i'll find an excuse to get jared on here at the same time we'll just all rant about something he's yeah he'll be just get jared to
1: talk about like office supplies yeah we did a whole episode about that just to give jared a platform to talk
2: about it ask him about pens
1: (laughs) oh god the 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 croix was a good one Yeah, LaCroix is a good thing to talk about with Jared. Uh, All That Jazz is a good thing to talk about with Jared. Um, (laughs) Yeah. What what else is there? I mean, uh, Disney Parks. He loves Disney Parks. We're just pitching. Hold on. I I can recognize when I'm... I'm steering the ship into a wall and I'm gonna I'm gonna back off a bit. Uh, no, you're gonna park Cooper, it. You're
2: parking it, you're
0: parking
1: it. I'm gonna, park the, I'm gonna park this conversation about Jerry because we're mm-hmm. out here to talk about it. Cut the
2: spoon Bob. Bop. You're good. You're good. Yeah, you're, good. <laughs> you're good.
0: Yeah. Big week this week. Uh, you know, not the Brooklyn, yeah. uh, three week again, uh almost a month removed from the Brooklyn 99 finale, which uh, I believe ended on September sixteenth. Um so yeah. Pretty much uh almost about a month at the time of this recording. No, it'll be a month to the day of the release. That's true. It's an anniversary, a month anniversary. <laughs> there we go. Hey. You guys have had a
1: month to watch the entire series and
0: we're gonna rip <laughs> it apart. No spoilies. Yeah. No spoilies. <laughs> but yeah. So we're we're out here to talk about Brooklyn Nine Nine. Again, uh as we as we mentioned at the top, you know, and Camachon and mentioned, uh, you guys have been with this show since it started. And I recently yeah. came on to this show and I was like, you know what? It's it's perfect that this show just happens to be ending around the time of my binge watch. So I was like, Who? I couldn't have picked two better people to talk about a show that quickly uh, moved into uh one of my favorite spots in my heart. So yeah. I think I think Eat we'll- shit,
1: Andy Samberg. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> oh man there's some heat behind that one i felt that in my chest no
1: no he's a hero yeah man. i fucking he, love he's it a hero. He's yeah, cam and i are cam uh, i guess um if you don't mind yeah, so, so I, we can get, talk a bit about a little uh, bit. like our history yeah yeah
0: so before we get into that i want to again kind of set the premise okay, of the yeah, show go for so it, go it. For if you again Here so if you haven't seen this show and uh, granted I, I can't be mad at people who haven't because i was a moron that just recently just binge watched the show a few months fucking ago idiot Yeah, it's true. I'm an idiot. I'll admit it when I'm wrong. You know, and I'm wrong here. That's that's my fault. It's at the bar too low. God. But but yeah, if you're not familiar with what what Brooklyn Nine Nine is, it is a police procedural uh, comedy sitcom uh, series uh, that originally aired on Fox for its first six seasons and uh, for its first five seasons, and then finished out its run on NBC uh for its last two seasons um it features the likes of andy sandberg uh who plays detective jake peralta a detective in uh the fictional brooklyn 99th precinct uh it features an ensemble cast uh featuring stephanie beatrice terry cruz melissa fermero joe Latruglio, uh chelsea peretti and uh, Mm -hmm. andre brower uh among uh, again star-studded cast of people both in uh film comedy and television so
1: yeah, so a bit of insight of like when the show came out, I think it was around like probably what twenty fourteen or so? two thousand and thirteen fr- is when it aired. Thirteen, okay, because, yeah, because I know, because. yeah, I remember we were in college when it came out mm-hmm. and the news came out that there's going to be a new uh, series that Michael sure had his name attached to it of Office Parks and Rec fame, mm-hmm. uh, and Andy Samberg was going to be the lead. Terry Crews was cast, Chelsea Peretti, like a lot of like big funny names were brought in, and so Cam and I kind of just followed it from the beginning, uh, and then for I think the. The best years of that show, Cam and I were actually watching it together on a weekly basis in Brooklyn when we lived together. Mm-hmm.
3: Sad dogus. Yeah.
1: yeah, and I think also just like to tip our hat a bit as Cam we were about to say earlier. Uh, Cam and I are very biased in the sense that we are like super duper Lonely Island hardcore fans. Yes. Uh they are very very influential to virtually everything that we do.
2: Yeah, we yeah, even no. saw a pop star together like at the premiere <laughs> Where, we, yeah, where they, like, we went to, the island, introduced it, and we sat, like, vertical from Michael Bolton.
1: Yeah, oh, Michael wow. Bolton, Seth Meyers, uh-huh. Michael Bigley. I think Mulaney might have been there. Kyle Mooney. Yeah, Kyle, uh, we Kyle Mooney. Yeah, oh, who Austin mm,
2: missed. Mm. That's a story for another time. All <laughs> another um, tangent.
1: But, uh no, I think what was cool is when we went to that premiere, we were originally seated in, like, the second row. And no, it was the first actually, row. It was the first we row. I the think very... those seats were actually reserved for the Lonely Islands. That's we amazing. back to, like, the back of this theater.
2: Yeah, but to much better seats, because it was, like, yeah. neck-breaking seats. And we're like, well, we can't yeah. complain because it's free. And then they moved right. us to literally the perfect, like, back, like, middle seat. We could not have had better seats. Yeah, it was yeah. amazing.
1: It was great, yeah. yeah. Um, but, yeah. but no, uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, I don't think I missed a single episode, like, on a week-to-week basis. Like, I was just actively watching every week, every season. Um... Yeah. So I uh, I can confidently say I have seen Brooklyn Nine Nine.
2: <laughs> Very <laughs> And I true.
1: like it. It's a good show. It's a good show. Yeah, we're
2: yeah. we're big fans and as yes. as Sean said, like we uh you know, I think what got us into video production was, you know, creators like the Lonely Island. They're definitely one of our biggest inspirations. So we'll pretty much try anything that they do or yeah. are in. Um so the fact that we were like also living together at the time when it came out, we're like, well, this is our show now. <laughs> like, this is what we yeah. have to do. So,
0: yeah, I can definitely see a lot of uh, again as someone who also likes The Lonely Island uh, a lot. I was a big fan. I uh, someone who also recently watched Parks and Rec over the pandemic, having having never seen it before. Uh, I'm a big fan of Michael Short uh, products. You know, The Office, obviously one of my favorite sitcoms of all time. Uh, yeah. love it, whether you Have you know, seen The Good Place? I have not yeah. seen the Good Place. I've oh, heard, dude, well, I've heard good that. things about the Good Place. Get on that. <laughs> it's, so it, it's
1: honestly, it's his master stroke. Yeah. Like, it's not even close. Like, because Michael Sure he wasn't too involved with the actual process of Brooklyn Nine Nine. I think he just helped use like an EP or like he might have directed the first episode. But I know mm. there are like a lot of big names that were attached to the show. Like, yeah. I mean, most notably, I'd say Phil Lord and Chris Miller yeah. of uh, Clone High, Twenty One Jump Street, Lego Movie. They almost directed. Uh, he, uh, they almost directed Solo also. Yeah, uh, and then uh, that then, happened. Uh, uh-huh. <laughs>
0: different podcasts uh, sure. man, I was
1: almost excited to watch a Star Wars movie, and then that went away pretty quick. Yep, um, but no, it's just there was like a huge, like it was almost to the point where like it couldn't fail. And then at one point, the show failed, and then NBC brought it back to life. Yeah,
2: because
1: <laughs> it was always it was weird because it was always owned by NBC Universal. Like, it was an NBC Universal production, but it was just airing on Fox networks. You're right, so uh, yeah, it um it was canceled at one point. Tons of like outpouring of love, uh, none of which was given towards another great show on Fox, The Last Man on Earth, uh-huh. R.I.P. Yeah. Uh, but, um, yeah, no, it's, a it is a great show, and they just wrapped up its last season. And I think I, um, do you mind if I just jump right into it, Koopa? Yeah, well, yeah, let, let's talk about
0: it a little bit. So, yeah, sure, uh, let's go for it. Yeah, so, um, like I mentioned, the show just finished its last season. Uh, a te- again, the shortest seasons, uh, you know, compared to all eight seasons i think that's i don't know if that's mostly a COVID thing or i'm assuming it's mostly a COVID thing but
1: uh, actually that was an nbc thing really um, so originally on fox they were airing like 23 episode seasons when they moved to nbc they switched to 10 episode seasons and the finale was actually two episodes back to back so yeah. it's finale part one finale part two it comes off i think as nine episodes in like the actual count because they aired it back to back right but it is 10 episodes for the final two seasons but uh through seasons one through what was it, it was an
0: eight season of one through six. Yeah,
1: one through okay. whatever, the all seasons on Fox were like twenty three three episodes. I, I think
0: it got canceled after season five yeah. is when it was on Fox.
1: And yeah. it just uh and like a lot of shows do that mostly to hit like syndication numbers so they can be put on other networks after the show ends its run. But also because of that, if you watch those first few seasons, like there's a ton of filler. And there's like a ton of episodes that are just kind of like they're they're funny, they're good, but like they completely exist only within that episode, and like there's no consequence on the greater part of the series.
0: Yeah, and I think that's something that I liked about the show. Again, coming coming at this as a from a binge watcher's perspective, this is a show that has been in my radar for like a long time because I unapologetically love sitcoms. I think it's like, yeah. it's one of my favorite, yeah, it's one Hello. of my favorite genres of, yeah, <laughs> it's one of my favorite genres of television. Uh, You know, over the past year, I, it was, became a great source of comfort for me. It made great background noise because, you know, for a lot of sitcoms, like you mentioned, there's a lot of non-consequential plot. You know, you can just kind of throw an episode yeah. on, laugh in the background and, you know, bada bing, bada boom, you're, you're moving. I did that. I binge watched Community over the last year, which me and Cam talked about as well. Speaking uh, of
2: shows that we enjoy that get canceled and have to come back, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh,
0: let's talk about Yahoo's screen. <laughs> yeah, I, I was going to say when Brooklyn Nine Nine exclusively streaming on Yahoo screens, uh, said no one ever. But we digress. <laughs> uh, but yeah, listen, this They'll show make def- come back. I, 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 I'm, I'm
2: pulling out still for. Uh, Quibi and Yahoo Screen, I think they yeah
1: they can come back. I mean, Quibi Quibi's due. do due do for a big one. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, After after Quibi. that, ru- they had a rough year. But I think they deserve. Uh, yeah. yeah, they deserve a W. Qu- Quibies
1: Quibies do. They're going to get the, <laughs> the
0: Seinfeld reboot if one ever exists.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's a uh,
0: that's a lock. That's yeah, a yeah. lock. <laughs> you, you can uh, you can mark my words right here. I mean, speak, uh, speaking
2: of sitcoms, I don't want to derail too much, but like no, in, go, sitcom, go ahead, go ahead. in sitcom news, like. Hulu doesn't have Seinfeld anymore. Netflix got it back. Yeah, it's a Netflix. Yeah, plug. they got it yeah.
1: back. Well, I think it was actually. So, I, I might be a bit of I might be wrong on this, but I believe originally it was like Sony Service Crackle, which is like a free to stream website, yes. mm-hmm. and they only had select episodes. I think Hulu was the first place to get R- the entire library. a reason I
2: thought Netflix had it at some point, but I mean, I,
1: Netflix I, had Friends shortly after maybe, Hulu got it. Yeah, so. maybe
2: maybe I am misremembering it.
1: But regardless, yes, yeah. Netflix is now has all of Seinfeld. Um, yeah, it's a uh, and. But don't worry, all of the office is still on peacock.
3: Thank
0: God. And, ne- and Netflix, I think, also I read something today that they're doing a ninety a, a that's nineties show. Like a like a yeah, off series I, uh, of that I 70s think, show.
1: I think after the revelation of Danny Masterson being a rapist, they probably should step away from all things related to that 70s I, show. Personally. I agree. Uh, but <laughs> hey, you know, I saw that um the actors and uh who mm-hmm. play Kitty and Red are signing on, and I hope that it, I hope it's good. I'll probably end up catching a couple episodes.
0: Yeah. Put Temperature up in everything. I think she's great. But Oh, she's
1: wonderful. Yeah.
0: Kitty is one of my favorite like one of my favorite television
1: <laughs>
2: moms. She's so good. I don't why, watch those I... shows because I'm not really into period pieces. I get that. <laughs> I
0: get that. Man. There's just this one joke that always stuck with me in that 70s show, and it's when it's like, I think Eric asks like why the dog is on the counter. And he's just like cuz he likes to be tall. And I'm just like <laughs> it, just, it just resonates with me. It's so funny. But uh oh, yeah, we're not talking we're not talking about uh that 70s show. We're, again, we're not we're talking about, about that the- 80s show. That not no. <laughs> yeah,
1: the failed show with uh Glenn Howerton who went on to play Dennis and Always Sunny. Yeah, oh, theory. I forgot
0: about that. Oh my yeah, god! Yeah, that eighty show was rough. Yeah, that was that was some tough stuff. But yeah, listen, as coming at it from a binge watcher's perspective, literally everybody and their mom has told me you guys have probably told me it at some point too. Oh it's yeah, like, why haven't you watched the show yet? It's right up you know, it's right up my alley. It's right up my wheelhouse, and lo and behold, it was like this made a great you know right before bed show. Uh, you know, it it made me. Laugh harder than I've ever laughed. You know, I I'm a big fan of cutaway gags in sitcoms. Like I think it's really funny, and this show, you know, obviously uses that that uh, comedy trope a
2: lot. Uh, big Family I, Guy stands here.
3: Yeah,
1: <laughs> shout out to Family Guy. This reminds shout me that time Peter I hosted Griffin. a podcast. Shout out to Brian
2: Griffin, <laughs> uh, Stewie Griffin.
1: Shout out to Glenn Quagmire! <laughs>
2: oh my god! Talk, another
1: show that Fox canceled.
2: Yes. Oh yeah, true. And also and just recently
0: eventually aired eventually its last back. episode ever. Uh, no, that's not true. On Adult Swim, that's what it was.
1: Oh, oh my God, Kyle! <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's called Build Up. Have you heard of it? That that was
1: that was like <laughs> yeah. a really you, Have you seen Arrested Development? Yes. Yeah, oh. so, so that's like the that's like the Doctor in Arrested Development. Yeah. <laughs>
2: yes. <laughs> uh speaking but yeah, of shows see. that get canceled yeah by fox <laughs> yeah, just gonna keep saying that yes <laughs>
1: let's keep running through yeah. i think those are the big three right family guy rest of development brooklyn yeah. Nine, as far as like yeah. premature cancellations that went on to have success on other platforms yeah or its own platform yeah yeah
0: yeah but yeah, yeah. This, this show is awesome I, I i had a great time with it again if in the mount rushmore of my setcoms, it's definitely moved firmly into my top four for sure Wow.
2: Really, I had a Brooklyn 9 in your top four. I liked
1: that's, it a lot. A I liked it
2: that move. much.
1: I, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna go in. I'm gonna go with a hot take. It's. I don't. It's not even close to my top four.
2: Really? Yeah. It's. Not, it's not my top four either.
1: Yeah. I. I, I love. It. I love Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Yeah. But if I'm, I'm permission to jump right into it. Yeah. yeah let's talk about it. Let's go over. Like, we're get so, spoiler uh, warning. Let me get, I, on, can, let me get Philly D on
2: the warning. phone for a second. Uh, <laughs> and, hey, Philly. Can we? Uh, can we jump right into it?
0: <laughs> all right cool thanks man i'll see you tomorrow Bye. this is your last yeah. spoiler warning by the way folks we're gonna be spoiling uh brooklyn 99 for you guys so yeah. watch it it's a, it's on hulu all eight seasons are right. Hulu, so go for it
1: I'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna rip right into it uh the last season was kind of whack
2: yes i agree yeah
0: it was weird it,
2: yeah no we, I, thought we, the se- weakest weakest I thought the weakest season by far i
1: thought the prior season uh had a really great finale that could have stood as the series finale mm-hmm. Um, and so, I mean, obviously a lot of the factors came into play going into this final season. Uh, uh, number one being the entire country's view on cops had been seriously skewed. Yeah. Um, And it dealt with a lot of like, it forced the writers to really address like the problems with cops, but while still trying to make the cops in the show seem like likable and do good things. So they were already having an uphill battle. And be I think funny. Had some- and be funny, yeah, on top of all that. Um, and I think like they had some success. I think there's some funny stuff, but overall, I think like, there was nothing in this season that needed to happen. Yeah. And I think the weirdest thing, and I, I'll stand by this. I think I've spoken to Koopa about this. I think I've spoken to you about it too, Cameron. But uh, the weirdest thing for me was that the opening scene of this season addresses COVID and masks and that and then that's it. Yeah. And then the rest of the season, no one's wearing a mask. It's like, well, we're all vaccinated, so. And it's like, why even include that? You could just make your show exist in a world where COVID doesn't exist. Instead, it was just like a weirdly like topical joke. And like, they relied on so much tropical humor this season like out of nowhere like within the past like two seasons they really developed like jake peralta being a hardcore nintendo fan yeah <laughs> like it was just like oh he like loved playing mario party and hated facing wario and like in this season <laughs> it's like oh my turnips and animal crossing and it's just like it felt very much like what do our fans like on twitter and them trying to write around that
2: yeah I mean, hey, we got a Sonic the Hedgehog joke, so... It's true. We
1: really, absolutely did. What was,
2: was the best Sonic <laughs> jokes. The delivery on that was so funny that I was like, all right, this is good. I like this. It yeah. felt a lot of like... I'm like, did they let Nick Weiger into the writing room for this for this season? <laughs> There's all these Wario jokes. Like, I feel like in the entirety of the show, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, they've made like two or three Wario jokes specifically. Yeah, yeah, He, he was, was talking great. about this guy
0: named... Wario.
2: <laughs> yeah, but I do I wanna I wanna add to Sean's point, which is I also felt that like I felt like they didn't commit to any specific direction when it comes to like trying to tackle these certain issues. Um like you could obviously tell that their their back was against the wall, need to do something to try to like speak to the la- the last year that we've had. And a lot of it was kind of just like jam-packed in episode one with like, you know, um oil, mm-hmm being, like, the really shitty white guy that, like, sends you $5 yes. over Venmo if you're black, like, you know, yes. like, it was very, like, referential to just, like, the weird shit that happened last year, and I get it, but it also, like, you know, the storyline with, um, uh, God, I'm a blank- uh, Rosa, um, yeah like, leaving the Force and, you know, being, like, uh, this isn't, like, you can't fix it from within, and then Jay kind of being, like, I think you can. Like, it's an interesting idea, But they never, like, fully realize that idea. Because by the end, Rose is still kind of doing her own thing. And, you know, Jake, like, ends up leaving the Force, like, entirely for, like, reasons completely unrelated to any political justice. And it's kind of like... It's
1: outside of the first two episodes. Like, they never really reckon with that fact, aside Mm -hmm. from creating the police union lawyer played by John C. McKinley, known as Dr. Cox on Scrubs. Yes. Awesome performance. thought He was one of my favorite parts of this movie. Good year. edition. He was very fun to watch, yeah. but like ultimately it's like they made that like be like, well the bad cops are represented by him, <laughs> but it's like still a systemic and again, apologies if you were trying to get into this to talk about sitcoms. This is inherently attached to a very political issue. Yeah. And mm-hmm. Something that we need to address we're going to be talking I don't, about not I don't
2: think you season. can talk about the season without talking about it. Yeah. It's impossible Especially this season. Yeah. Especially this season. Yeah, the finale. Yeah.
0: And this show's never been afraid to like talk about those like serious issues. Like there's an, right. yeah, like And they've done it the, really well
2: in the past. Like the Like the the, the, the Terror, yeah, that's yeah, where I you, you get
1: stopped by another cop. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Like that that so, was a really powerful episode. And then, you know, Rosa's storyline of her Coming out as bisexual to her parents was another, like, I thought that was like, and that, and that worked because they kind of handled it over multiple seasons instead of trying to like shove it in last second. Whereas, you know, like with this season, they only have eight, nine, ten episodes, it's 10 episodes, but felt like nine. Uh, And they they tried to shove like these really dense, big issues into a storyline that is like trying to also conclude the entirety of the series. So it's just like, it's too much to try to sandwich in with that short of a time.
0: Yeah, no, I agree. Uh, I definitely felt a lot of that because I, I noticed a lot in those later seasons, like you mentioned, they definitely tend to harp on a lot more of the more topical like conversation points. Um, there's a lot more like topical pop culture jokes. Like you said, like I, again, I don't remember exactly at what point they decided to make Jake a gamer. Uh, yeah, but they, they definitely like harp on a, like, you know, there's just a handful of like, you know, random, pop culture references like thrown out you know those like last few seasons uh but i agree like uh and i, I don't know where your guys's take is on like you know people doing covid plot lines while we're still kind of in the midst of this pandemic It fucking sucks. It sucks. it's weird I it's hate
2: very it. strange
1: no because i speaking of michael sure projects uh brook our parks and recreation did that covid special last year and i hated it oh it's so lame it so it sucked so much because it's like I understand it's like them trying to be like, oh, look, it's like a PSA kind of, but it's like from these familiar characters because 30 Rock did one as well, but 30 Rocks was like a lot better done. Um, and with the Parks and Rec one, I just like the thing that remind that stands out to me the most is like Leslie asking Ron, like Ron, are you practicing social distancing? And it's like, it just sucked. Like, I don't know. I you, I think like a lot of people use sitcoms specifically as an escape. And like the thing is inherently life during COVID is boring yes and it's not fun and the conflict is entirely internal not to say like unless you want to have like a fucking episode about like oh we're stuck living together indoors and like now we are fighting more like that's something but like i don't know i felt like
3: yeah yeah, that's really it It would Mm -hmm. be
1: a season of bottle episodes and like they didn't even address like what life was like during lockdown and like they still decided to acknowledge covid which again i just feel like that felt like a gigantic misstep yeah like the opening the opening scene of the season had so many missteps for me where it's yes. like, well, we're all vaccinated. The masks are gone. And then also, like, in that scene is when they announce, like, Rose is leaving. And I understand, like, Rose is a lone wolf. She'll go on to do what she wants to do. But, man, would not, wouldn't would it have been, like, fun to write, like, and show her struggle? Mm-hmm. And, like, mm-hmm. show her, like, coping with the fact that she is a part of an evil force? Yeah, and they tried I mean, to. Even if they're, like, all fun and good. Yeah. Like And it's just still, like, I don't know. It just felt. The show went out with a whimper. I felt like,
3: mm-hmm.
0: yeah, compared to seas- to series finales, this definitely felt like one of the weaker ones. And again, they definitely tried to hit like all the points of Brooklyn Nine Nine. Uh, you know, it tries to uh, force you know put a heist episode in there. Uh, they g- they give you
2: a Doug Judy episode in there as well, which, which
1: was I- I'll go on record. The Doug Judy episode was awesome, and yeah. I feel like they actually wrapped up his character yeah, really, th- really. Th- well. Doug Judy episode yeah.
2: is probably the best one.
1: Yeah, I think like because they also. Managed to bring back Nicole Byer, God bless her. Pay Nicole Byer yeah, more money. She is She's fantastic. The best.
0: I'm so she is consistently
1: fan. like one of the funniest people on TV. And like, yeah, I thought the Doug Judy thing. Like, yeah, he runs off to Europe to like, and like Jake kind of helps him out, and like that's cool. Like that was that kind of felt like the show could end here. Yeah, but it kept going because they had to get a heist episode in, and it was also like
2: the the, hei- the heist, heist is the paintball <laughs> episode of
1: yes, one of absolutely- up. Wanna- Spot on the money, yeah.
0: Way to go. That's exactly what I thought of whenever when I got to uh, I was watching a show with my girlfriend for the past like few months, and we get to the first heist episode. And I'm like, this is h- hilarious, and then I notice in you know in the episode sheet for episode two, it says Halloween two, and I'm like, oh, this is just the paintball. Gimmick from community. They're just doing it with Halloween heists, and it's funny. It's like the problem because I, I didn't like all of the paintball things that they did. With no, no, they got
1: after season two. It got way too worn out. Yeah. yeah,
0: but all I, I, you know, outside of this last one being a real downer, I truly enjoyed all of the Halloween
2: heist episodes. No, That's the heists
1: great. were a fun break of pace, but it was ultimately a that they leaned on. Yeah, yes, they got way too convoluted, way too quickly. Yeah, I, because I,
2: uh, you know, the last heist they had to be like how do we make this like the most intricate one? Cause it's the last season. Yeah. And I felt like it actually just kind of like was too convoluted. It like, to the point of being like, this isn't really believable to me. I'm just kind of like accepting the, like my, I don't know. My suspension of disbelief was all over the place when I was watching that. Like it's fun, but it's a little too removed, I think from everything. And I don't know. Yeah. It was a lot. Yeah. The- go ahead i didn't i didn't hate it but yeah it was just a lot No,
1: again i don't think it's like a bad season per se yeah. i think it's undeniably the worst season of the show like it just kind of it, it just kind of ends and i feel like there's a lot of stuff like there. like in this season they also revealed that boyle isn't biologically a boyle and that also he has like a murderer in his family yeah it's like that just felt like so much like the show had jumped the shark at that point. I think honestly, continuing on past the Jake and Amy wedding was jumping the shark. That opening season, the opening scene of the season was them jumping the shark. Yeah. It was a point of no yeah. yeah. It's also exactly. like kind of
2: funny, like mentioning that, you know, the Jake and Amy wedding, because like, that was kind of like, you know, it worked as an ending for that. Uh, was it, that was season seven, right? Or is it season?
1: Yeah. They thought that they were writing yeah. it with the option of it being the actual ending of the right.
2: series. So, so with that in mind, like the storyline with like, uh, you know, uh, Raymond Holt and Kevin, like having to like renew their vows and shit. Like, it felt so, just like okay, we're doing a season finale. We got to have another wedding. Everyone's having kids I, and getting married. I'm like, this is such like sitcom g- like dribble. Like, it's yeah. I was
1: actively cheering for Holt and Raymond or Holt and Kevin to, not to get I that know, together. right? Just because it would be more. I was interesting. like, that would be it would be way more interesting, and it's a way more realistic look at life. Yeah, like it's. I mean, I think. I mean, Cam and I both had to deal with some heartbreak over the past couple of years, and, like, yeah, it's true, especially during COVID, that stuff comes up. And, like, I think it would have made, like, because also, like, I, I love the actor that plays Kevin. Uh, His name escapes me right oh, now. Oh, yeah, he's, he's so like, good. Um like, Evan every Jackson. Single,
3: Mark Evan yeah, Jackson. He's, he's, he's also in, like in the good single, place.
1: Like, he's yeah. incredible. He also hosts the Good, Play, the good Place podcast. Nice. Wonderful podcast. Yeah. But, no, he's great, and also, I was like, I... Kevin was ultimately a punchline of a character, and, like, having him like have his things developed i was like no let's just like accept that sometimes relationships don't work out and like that would have been so much more interesting and i feel like it would have made like halt and kevin's relationship more interesting it would made halt a more interesting character like how is he performing going through heartbreak when he's such like a robot to other people
3: mm-hmm.
0: yeah and I, I feel like uh because even my uh my girlfriend and i like gasped out loud at the end of that first episode of, of season eight where you know uh uh, Captain Holt confides in Amy about what happens and he even says to himself like it's been a hard year to be a black man and a cop and a human and I feel like them trying to like you know do the whole parent trap get them back together sort of thing really kind of dilutes that whole topic point of like, it's, yeah, like yeah this, yeah this added this added some character flavor. And like, yes, I, I guess I don't know, maybe they thought it sort of pays off because uh, up until this point or at least from my memory, you don't actually see like Kevin and Holt act like a couple like you don't see them like kiss or anything on screen and then they kiss each other, you know, in, in the rain and all dramatic and stuff. So I don't know if that's the angle they were trying to go for. I'm not super sure, but I think that whole plot line felt very like you said, it felt very like sitcom dribble. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also,
1: like every joke with Cheddar being the punchline of
0: uh-huh.
1: bitch is like, that sucks. I'm yeah. sorry. That joke is so tired.
0: Cheddar's great, though. <laughs> I, but Ch- Ch- I. Agree, no, I, Cheddar's definitely.
1: a very beautiful dog, but it's like every punchline with Cheddar I like saw coming from a mile away. Uh, yeah. yeah.
2: I've, like, I've, Cheddar I've, i Cheddar just being like borderline sentient, being, you know, <laughs> it's like, we get it. It's funny the first time.
0: They stole our fluffy boy. <laughs> like i did like i i did enjoy seeing him in a bow tie something about dogs in a bow tie is very funny but i agree i think he's handsome we're not a taking that
2: away from him <laughs> no
1: he's a very like, look kuba i again i will never say anything bad about cheddar's appearance like very beautiful dog yeah. incredible coat great shine uh i just think that the jokes surrounding cheddar are pretty tired
0: yeah i agree
1: <laughs> yeah i don't know i um because i think also like the thing that also bothered me this season is, like, the whole Hitchcock and Scully thing. Like, so Yeah, that weird. was weird. Yeah. <laughs> that, I, I was hoping that it would be a thing of, like, oh, like, the actor that plays uh, Hitchcock is, like, actually, like, not able to be on set, so they do, like, a weird, like,
2: oh really like ipads yeah thing? i
1: don't know i'm guessing here because
2: it's like straight. i assumed it was from like maybe he was like i don't want to be on the show if i have to be on set because of like covid maybe like maybe he was just like yeah. very cautious about it and they're like well all right we'll just put you on the ipad like that's
1: but like hitchcock and scully only work together yeah and like when one of them is not physically there it's just like it's just it's constantly like you can't it's the elephant in the room you can't look away yeah
2: it, it, it felt very like okay they had to write something out like they had to figure this out in the writing room <laughs> Uh, to keep him in the show somehow, but I guess like yeah. speaking on that note, in terms of in terms of appearances, I think that's something we should talk about. Is you know Chelsea Peretti? Yeah, uh, yeah. always get to see yeah. her back on that's an episode.
1: She's always so funny too. Yeah, she's so great. It,
2: it was it was nice to see her. Uh, you know, back with the force, not not with the force. but You know, what I mean, back with the gang and just hanging out. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> that was a lot of fun. Like that was yeah, a ba- I- Like like even though I didn't love the heist episode, I was really happy to see Gina
1: yeah oh yeah yeah i think also she's like the one character that they can kind of escape uh suspension of disbelief yeah, with yeah. because it's just like yeah sure she might have access to a tank yeah. like i, I never <laughs> doubt anything that gina does because they wrote that character so over the top over the years so yeah
0: yeah i i agree uh that was a lot of fun <laughs> another surprise reveal
2: like i just want all of gina's <laughs> the, the shirt just kept changing yeah. yeah
0: yeah 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 it was so funny uh gina linetti was one of my favorite parts about this show for a long stretch of time she's truly a, a treat to watch every time she's on the screen like it's so funny
1: I think, uh, I think the thing that I was balancing in the beginning of watching Brooklyn Nine Nine was picking my favorite character between Charles Boyle and Raymond Holt, <laughs> and it became very clear after like season two or three that like Raymond Holt is the best character in that show. Yes. Oh I'm
2: yeah, no he's great.
1: Uh, Holt is so so funny, and like the Andre Bauer is so good. Yeah. His comedic timing is so so choice, and they nailed every single thing that he did. I think.
0: Yeah, no, he's he's so funny. It like it's, a lot of like Holt's one liners are. H- hilarious him being so robotic just works so perfectly like <laughs> anytime he said bing pot it just made me laugh <laughs> uncontrollably it's just yeah. so stupid and so funny like, uh,
1: i really loved him referring to a title belt as a championship cummerbund yes. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's very funny i mean also there were like so many incredible guest stars
0: on brooklyn 99 yeah. over
1: the years we're gonna kind of look at like this show as a whole mm-hmm. yeah i was gonna ask you guys so mean, you have
0: a do you, this show is, is littered with great guest stars and again one of my favorite parts of this last season was like you mentioned um uh dr cox uh being a yeah a major, uh, john
1: c mckinley yeah, john c
0: mckinley being a a maze you know the the guest star of this last season are there any other ones that stand out to you guys of like favorite ones
1: yeah i think three come to mind right now and i'm sure some of them will overlap with cameron's picks. uh number one being adam sandler playing himself
3: <laughs> yes uh <laughs> that was really fun because i
1: just like seeing adam sandler in anything uh but that one also i think an episode aired after the um after the Super Bowl, So there was like, we're going to bring in a big star and like bring, bring in big mm-hmm. athletes to get like big ratings. And it worked. Um, another one, I got to give a shout out to, uh, one of my favorite podcasters in the world, Mike, the spoon man, Mitchell for playing, uh, in one singular episode, he played like a fail son of a mob family. Um, yes. <laughs> and he was so, so funny. And it uh, love him. And then also, um, Kira Sedgwick as Madeline Wunsch, uh, one of the best recurring characters in that series, and like her rapport with Raymond was so funny. And uh, Kira Sedgwick, another one—they take like these serious actors and want to play these goofy roles, uh, and that's great. And then obviously, I think like an unspoken like acceptance for guest stars has to be like Jason like, Oh Like oh, he's he's so funny, Man- just playing Manzoukas the most Mantzoukas so role funny. possible.
2: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, there's a lot of good ones. I mean, I gotta talk about Kira Sedgwick because yeah. when I was in,
1: oh, you have a you have a weird connection to Kira. I
2: do. Oh, yeah. go on. Um, so back in college, Jared and I had an acting class, and we had this amazing teacher, Rob Sedgwick, and he was like a super cool dude, excellent teacher. Love that guy. And uh, as you can guess by his name, he actually is like his sister's Kira Sedgwick. <laughs>
3: That's um, amazing.
2: So we all kept egging him on, jokingly being like. Can you get like Kevin Bacon or Kira Sedgwick to show up to 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 the class and teach us? And he's like, "I'll see what I can do." So he he can he was able to convince uh, Kira Sedgwick to come to class. Then me and Jared had to perform in front of Kira Sedgwick in class. Uh, So that's a memory that I will have like for the rest of my life. She was very nice. Uh, She gave like you know obviously gave great feedback. Was very like you know she was very kind in her feedback, and it was such a weird experience. Like I'm like a mediocre actor at best and i am performing in front of fucking kira sedgwick <laughs> um so lots of so it's, a, it's just cool to see her and stuff now because i'm like i i met her i talked to her she watched <laughs> she watched me make an ass of myself um, that is so cool yeah that was wild um and then you know sean and i are big fans of the doughboys so we we love mike mitchell so just seeing him like show up in anything is always a great time um, I'm trying to think if there's anyone outside of those that oh. like really stood out to me.
1: Do you remember uh, Paul Rust's role in the show? Oh, man. Paul Rust of uh, the band Don't Stop or We'll Die, known mostly for his role as Gus in Love, the show that he created. Yeah. Uh, he played, and this is going to lead to me and Cameron's favorite joke throughout all of Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Uh, he played... A bandmate of Jake's when they were in a ska band in high school. Oh, that's
2: <laughs> right. <laughs> I lo- oh. I'll never turn my back on ska. Huh? <laughs> Hoop. <laughs> What? It's, it's when, okay, with yeah. that when that joke...
1: Oh, man. I wish we had Austin on the call just to bring him in to talk about this specific yeah. joke. Yeah, because
2: uh, another piece of uh, Sean and I's history is that we're both huge Ska fans. So, we yeah. both, we love Andy Sandberg, Lonely Island. We love Ska. So, to see Andy Samberg dressed full-on rude boy, saying, I, I love Ska.
1: Ska <laughs> defines who, who I am as a person. Ska defines
2: who I am as a person. I'll never turn my back on Ska. Hup! And then just start skanking. Sean and I had to pause the episode because we were dying, it was
1: like a solid three minutes of us laughing and Austin just being like, "I bet this is funny to them." Like, <laughs> he just did not appreciate. No, it. he did not. I think the I think the only other joke that made me like pause the show to like catch my air uh, was when uh, Hitchcock revealed his tattoo. Oh yes, oh, that was a good yeah. one. Do you remember this, Cooper? It's like because oh, he, he, yes. he he pulls up his arm sleeve and it's just a tattoo of him shooting himself yes. in the mouth of the gun. Yes graphic, and, like, it's such a quick reveal.
0: That is so funny. I had, there's, uh, I think I've, the one joke that, like, really, like, got to me, like, that hard was, um, the cigar joke was obviously very funny. Like, even having seen, like, the meme circulated around a lot, it still made me laugh when I saw it. Um, I like the... Uh, I think the gag with Zoe Deschanel where it's just like, oh, like it's like name one lots. like yeah. oh, the crossover yeah. the crossover yeah. episode with New. I was gonna yeah. mention
2: that as, it was not one of my favorite appearances. but I was gonna mention that it happened. So yeah, th- like I it. just
0: thought that joke was funny. It's like, oh, that's me. I set the bar too low. Like I, I just thought that was funny. Uh, I like the cold open where uh, Jake has the police lineup and he makes the guys sing uh, the Backstreet Boys. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, like I mean that that's like an
2: all timer. But again, another yeah. thing with season eight was they like called back to that moment. Yes. And I was like, "All right, we know it was funny."
0: Yeah, uh, <laughs> you don't have to explain it to us, but um, yeah. yeah. As for guest stars, I mean, kind of avoid like the obvious ones, like Craig Robinson, is so funny. Uh, oh, yeah. Pontiac Bandit.
1: I, yeah, like, I, I was like, I was like, does even
2: count as like a uh, as a you know because he's like he's a recurring character, like, so it's a recurring. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but absolutely, uh, like yeah, Craig Robinson's hilarious. Like that character is just so good, and I'm glad that yeah. as we said before that he got like a proper send off. That was like. That yeah. was probably the
0: best episode that season. Yeah, I think if I had to pick one that I really liked, uh, Sterling K. Brown in that one episode of The Interrogation. Oh, that was fantastic. incredible. That, was a, that might have so been one that, of my favorite episodes. Of
1: that's the, the one where uh, it's it's like a bottle episode of Holt and uh, Peralta trying to break this one guy who committed murder in like a dentist's office. Oh, yes, that's right. That episode is wonderful. It's I think that episode really was amazing. Again, that's kind of like I, – I hope so. Um, but no, I, I mean I I don't know the – the awards that they've racked in over the years, but I genuinely like that episode is so fun to watch. And it's just like, such a. I, I think that's something that like, I've heard Mike. Sure. I think speak about this and he, he, a good reference to this is the office. It's always fun to watch characters do what they're really good at. Yes. So like when you watch the office and you see like Michael do incredible at sales, it's like, Oh yeah. You remember why he has this job. And like that episode is nothing but like Peralta showing like, I am an incredible detective and I can like get this guy no matter what.
2: Okay, yeah, I need no. to, I need to, I need to drop one more appearance. I, we could do this all day, but there's one more we got to talk about. Uh Yorma Tacone is like the he's works at the fucking arcade when they have to like hide out and Florida. Oh, oh,
0: yeah. <laughs> witness protection. Yeah. Oh, the Florida so, the Florida episodes were very Yeah, fun, those
2: thought. are really good. I thought I, I thought liked that that storyline. It was I thought it was resolved a little too quickly cuz I kind of was like I like this. This is a funny like, I could explore this a little bit longer, but it was it was good. Witness
1: protection is a really cool, like, way to handle that. And that was, like, a good, like, season gap. Yeah. Um, I believe
0: Akiba was in an episode or two as well, too. Akiba Schaefer,
2: yes. Yeah, I, I think he yes. was, but I can't remember, like, what the role would have been. Uh, he, was in, uh, he, uh, was, he was in the
0: same season as Sterling K. Brown, if I remember.
1: He was Brett Booth. Uh, and Brett Booth, of course, is the head of the NYPD Task Force Detective at the 63rd Precinct.
0: Uh,
2: of course. Yeah. Um,
1: I think, <laughs> uh, didn't Patton Oswalt play a firefighter in that show? Also, yeah, I thought Patton Oswalt he was, was good. Yeah, he was, I think it. Nick Kroll played a firefighter later on as oh, well. He, no, he, was, um, was like,
0: he wasn't a firefighter, yeah, he was, but he was, yeah. he was uh, like an FBI agent or, bo- something was, or something. Was, was, was it like, oh, that's what uh, it was. Yeah, because I feel like he
2: was there for whenever there was like a bomb that they had to like try to disarm or something. Right.
0: There was also like, they
1: did a couple episodes where it was like that uh like pseudo like hostage situation. Yeah. Oh, so they kind of had like two paintball episodes going for a little bit.
0: Yeah. yeah. Oh, also, guy, one of my favorite ones is Reginald Vell Johnson playing himself. I thought that was very funny. <laughs> Can I go home now? No, Reginald, oh, yeah. we all need a ride home.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, there's a, there, like, honestly, there are so many guest stars in that show, and so many also, like, very, very funny comedians worked on the show. Mm. Like, Neil Campbell, I think, ended up becoming, like, an executive producer. Uh, Carl Tart wrote several episodes, one of the funniest people I know of. Carl Tart's amazing. Um, just, like, honestly, like, so many, so many talented writers on that show and got to do some really great directing. I know um, the once-writers of the Sonic the Hedgehog movie, Evan Susser uh-huh. and Van show ended up becoming producers on that show as well because they directed and wrote a bunch of episodes, or at least wrote a bunch of episodes. So the, t- the, the talent's there, and I think ultimately Brooklyn 9 is worth a watch. Just know what you're getting into with in the final season. Yeah, because... Okay? That's how I would sum- summarize the show as well. Yeah. And, and also uh, keep in mind that as you're watching it, the, dis- the uh, general opinion on the police force has changed drastically over the past year Mm -hmm. and the show has been going on for nearly 10 years
2: yeah yeah but i also i I think like i know we talked about like what if we're talking about like our mount rushmore sitcoms like i think brooklyn 99 like does have like a it does have a special place in my heart i like the show a lot i don't think it has the same level of impact necessarily as maybe other shows that i would probably put up there um but it's a fun watch it's it's really funny it's like Really talented cast and crew, so absolutely, i absolutely, I'd recommend it. Um, I remember even prior to, like, you know, this last year where shit was particularly bad, um, I, I've had, I don't know if I want to use the word arguments, but I've had discussions with people where they were like, oh, Brooklyn 9 bad because it basically makes you sympathize with cops. And I was like, I get that, but I yeah. think that, like, the show does a lot of things to try to comment on the problems like again like the Terry Cruz episode we talked about I thought was like a really m- meaningful way to address like oh like there are like systemic problems and racism uh you know that still exist that cops enforce um mm-hmm. so I think the show like did try to use like what it had to to comment on it the best they could but at the end of the day like it is a comedy about cops so you kind of have to like you do have to swallow that pill a little bit to enjoy it. Um, and like, it's kind of like, I think I saw some reviews online before that kind of put it athletes. Like I can still enjoy Brooklyn nine, nine as like a fantasy, <laughs> like, yes. like, yeah. like imagine a world where cops try to do the right thing. Like that's what Brooklyn nine, nine is. And if you can just like, it's easy for me to say that as like a white person, but um, yeah. and I, I, I do think it like does try to do good with what it has. And I think it's probably for the best that the show ends now, Um, so that, that's probably the only other thing I would really add to the show, but overall, like even with this last season, not being stellar, like it's still fun. Like there's a lot of solid jokes and I think like it makes up for it. Like it's a show where like talking about some of the other shows we've talked about previously, like community is a show that probably like for better or for worse is one of my all time favorites just because of what it means to me. Um mm-hmm. but that is like one of the rockiest shows you'll ever watch. Like the ups and downs yeah. are so yes. extreme.
1: <laughs> it's it's peaks and valleys yeah. throughout the entire series. I think like once you get to season three, it's when you start seeing the valleys. Yeah. But but um, Brooklyn Nine Nine
2: yeah. is like for me, it's like a show where it's the opposite, where it's like consistent it's a steady it's show. It's a consistently yeah. steadily good show, but it never quite hit quite hits the peaks of other shows. Um but yeah. it's still a great time.
1: Because I, I I'm thinking of my top four, mm-hmm. my, my Mount Rushmore of uh, sitcoms. I know at the very least, like my number one, my George Washington is King of the Hill. Oh yeah, yeah. That, that's my that's my number one sitcom. I think it's the greatest American sitcom. Uh, I'm gonna take a little bit to think of the other ones because I There's think just so many. It's it's kind of hard to lock one in until the series ends. Yeah, yes. Because like agree. I think. Another show that I think is similar as far as, like, Peaks and Valleys, like, Community is Always Sunny. I was yeah. just going to say that. It's, like, Always yeah. Sunny has, like, really gotten into some valleys in the past couple seasons. But I think also, like, at its strongest, like, there no one can touch Sunny. Yeah. Like, on, like on, a, on its best episode, no one can touch Sunny. Yeah. Um, I think, yeah, I don't know. It's just, it's tough. I think Brooklyn Nine's good. I think if you're, like, trying to watch something of a similar style of humor. Because I think something that's interesting with Brooklyn Nine-Nine compared to, like, uh... The Office or Parks and Rec, which I think inherently they're going to be compared to, or other NBC sitcoms. Yeah. Brooklyn 99 is a fast show comedically. Yes. Like the mm-hmm. Characters talk fast, they hit the jokes fast, so it's kind of a similar style of humor as 30 Rock, but it's never necessarily like... It's, it's two very d- distinct shows. Um, I think... If you want to – again, if you, it's not a show that you're going to get, like, deeply invested in with a character. I mean, you all care about the characters. You're not, like – there's no crazy thing of, like, what is the end game of this show. Like, it's very clearly, like, an episode-to-episode kind of show, like a classic sitcom, as opposed to, like, say, like, the last season of The Office, where it's, like, it has to come to an end. Mm-hmm. Or, right. like, The Good Place, where the entire series has an end game in mind.
2: Which is um, so rare, by the way. It's –
1: I, I can't, honestly, if you've made it this far and you're thinking of another recommendation, watch The Good Place. It's very, very good. Yeah,
2: yeah I, I, that, not, not to go on go too ahead. much of a tangent, but, um, like, that's, like, one of the problems I have with a lot of American TV is that there's, like, no yeah. end game. It's all about, like, how long can we run this show into the ground for? And it's, like, I don't know. It's, it sucks because a lot of shows start really great, and then they just, like, either never end because they get canceled or uh, they, they, like can't end because it makes too much money so to have a show like the good place exist is like awesome because it's like get in get out
1: yeah i uh i actually think there are there are two shows currently airing two sitcoms well i guess one is not currently airing as of this past friday but two sitcoms have been super enjoying recently uh one that i think is the best ensemble comedy going right now is um what we do in the shadows so
2: good Oh, it's amazing! Uh, I cannot recommend yeah. it
1: enough. Uh, season three has been very fun. It's a different writing staff, so there is a bit of a different feel to it, but I am still enjoying mm-hmm. it. And uh, another show, based off what you just said, Cameron. And uh, if you need help, I will send you my login for the streaming service. Oh yeah, uh, I cannot recommend Ted Lasso enough. Uh, Ted Lasso is a show that you'll hear a lot about. A lot of people have opinions on it being like disgustingly optimistic, but something I know is that they have an end game in mind. I think they're trying to go for four or five seasons max. Like they know what they're getting into. They have a they have a clear end game for what the show is going to finish with uh, brought on by Bill Lawrence uh, of scrubs creator. Um, but that's another sitcom right now that I cannot recommend enough to people. It's just a very, very easy, fun watch. And it, uh, I mean, it's emotional. Don't get me wrong. I've cried several times watching Ted Lasso, but it's uh, also the jokes and it make me laugh so, so much.
0: Yeah, no, that I, I definitely resonate with a lot of that stuff. And I think I should eventually get onto a good place. I've tried. Um, it's one of those things where like, I have to, you... go ahead. Uh, spoiler
1: warning for the good place potentially Koopa do you know like what happens in the good place I've
0: heard like rumblings of what might happen uh...
1: finish season one okay. that's all I'm saying finish season one of the good place okay. and tell everybody me keeps telling
0: me about something that happens in the good place
2: Okay. Yeah, so, yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay. So you don't know yeah, that. Yeah, um,
2: yeah. Here's here, finish season. Here's one. what. Here's what I'll say too. If like, if you need a, like any more of a cell, like I love this. Is just becoming the good place episode. But um, uh, <laughs> bring us back for yeah,
3: that.
1: though. Jared.
2: Yeah. Jared had watched like the first couple or a few episodes or something, and he was like, kind of like s- fell off and didn't stick with it. And then I was like, no, dude, you should just like at least finish season one. And I like I was visiting him, so we watched it together. And we just kept watching episodes and we ended up watching all of season one together. And he was like, all right, <laughs> like, like he got it. And then like, and then like, I think within like a few days he had watched like the re- the entirety of the good place. Like, yeah, that was a good show.
1: <laughs> yeah. I, I did the same thing with Cameron. or I did the same thing with Graham and Mike, where I was like, just sit down, watch this with me. And the, and you know what I'm like the moment. Oh yeah! Uh, watching people's reactions to that is so good. So I think it's also like what three or four seasons. It's four seasons. It's four
2: seasons. That's right. It's up my it's, alley. it's
1: you. It's very easy to go through. And at the very least, just commit to the first season. Yeah. Uh, if if that point, if you're not into the show, walk away. Yeah. But if you enjoy it, just finish it out because I think it has a really really good ending. That I think one it. of
2: the most satisfying like season finales. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and also like. Even like talk like, and then also like cliffhangers. Like season one, yeah, is like it ends in a way where you're like, I have to watch season two right now. <laughs> like it's so yeah, good.
1: yeah. It's it's very binge friendly. Yeah. Um, but again, Mike Sure directed yeah. that. Uh It's his baby. Um, a lot of really talented writers on that. Incredible performances. Definitely some overlap with a. Yeah. Uh, other actors within the Shure universe, like Jason Manzucas, I think, appear, appears in like every single series yeah, that
2: he works yeah. on. Yeah. <laughs> and we already uh, talked about won- how, uh, uh, what's his name? The guy who plays Kevin. I'm forgetting his name already. Oh, uh, Mark Evan yeah, Jackson. He's in it. So, uh, yeah, there's a yeah. lot of that.
1: I-, I won't reveal to you, Koopa, uh, what role Jason Manzucas plays in this series, <laughs> okay. but it is. Unlike any other role he's played, in a very fun
0: manner. Okay, that's interesting to me. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm yeah. I'm into it because I've always liked Kristen Bell as an actress. I think she's she's she's, she's awesome. so good. I'm am a huge fan. Um, I'll get on it. The thing about me is like I as much as I love sitcoms, I don't like to like burn myself out with them too much. Like with any sort of genre of show. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I watched. I, so for example, you know, just using it as an example over the past year, after I binge watched The Sopranos, which is again pretty mm-hmm. heavy, uh, you know, dramatic series. I immediately watched Community, which is the the breath of fresh air that I needed. So Mm -hmm. I think I'll,
1: I'll, I'll. I'll say one other caveat for uh, the good place. It's not one that you just put on in the background. No, like yeah, you got to give yeah. your full
0: attention. Yeah, if, if, if it's a show it, yeah. I've never seen before, I'm gonna watch it like all the way through. There is a lot of uh, yeah. Give it your full attention. Yeah. But you know, again, going back to and, go go ahead. Picture and that. when you watch
1: it, please message me and Cameron when you get to the moment. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I got you. And again, you'll know it when it happens. Okay.
0: So I, I got you. I I will get to it uh, this this uh, this weekend for sure uh, when I'm on the road. But uh, yeah, listen. Um, so. Again, uh, any, I, I did like what you guys said about the consistency of Brooklyn Nine Nine because that's actually something I said to myself as I'm watching the show because, like you mentioned, like uh, you know, with all good shows, like you said, they're either too good to finish or they just get like mm-hmm. driven into the ground where it just becomes like too much. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah. I thought for like example, like Community, example, you know, falls off a hill after the third season. You know, a lot of shows eventually, you know, jump the shark to where it just doesn't become that good anymore. Uh, and I never, up until this most recent season, I didn't really feel that way with Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Like you said, it's a great for average hitter because all the seasons, for the most part, are really good. It, yeah. Mm-hmm. You
1: yeah, know, it's a steady show. I think, if anything, the show gets a little repetitive, but any sitcom that lasts close to 10 seasons is going to hit that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I think, I know, it, it's definitely worth your time. It's a, uh, like, I think just a steady show. Like, it's one that, like, you know what you're getting into each episode? Like, there's no, like, really big, crazy plot twist. The characters are fun. The jokes hit. And it's a uh, it's a unique approach. I think, I, like, as far as, like, repetitiveness goes, I think it's more so just, like, you get to a point where it's, like, okay, it's time to hit Act 3, and Jake's about to figure out the solution to this problem. Yeah. And it's, like, I figured out what... I figured out who did it. And it's something that we could not have known as an audience member. And it's, like, sure, whatever. But, like, no, Brooklyn Nine-Nine's worth your time, ultimately. I, I would be remiss if you, like... If you don't enjoy it, it's, like, I don't know. I think it's a very good, like, middle-of-the-road sitcom.
0: Yeah, and, and again, in the pantheon of my sitcoms, like, it's definitely four out of four. Uh, again, I I just think, like, the 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 comedy that the show provided for me was was solid. I think Community's definitely, like, up there on my Mount Rushmore. Uh, I've watched a lot of Boy Meets World. Uh, that's, like, I've, I've seen I've seen <laughs> oh, nice. all of Boy Meets World twice. Uh, that's one of my favorite shows of all time. And uh, it's hard to pick another one because I – it'd probably be The Office just because The Office is just – Great, but yeah, can, I, not, no. The, the office is a great. Yeah, the office
2: is in mine. It's just like it's the office. It's got. Yeah. It's got to be there. Yeah, yeah you're either gonna I love think, it or you're gonna hate it, and I love it. Yeah, so, this do, can does can we include SpongeBob in sitcoms? I feel like that counts.
1: I uh, I'll give it to you just for the sake of it, but I, I don't want to get in, it's too late in the podcast we me to argue semantics right now. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> it's, a, it's a hot dog a sandwich type
2: situation. It's Sponge well, Bob I mean, King of the also. King of the Hills is a sitcom. I think.
1: Yeah, it, it, I think it's just that it comes down to the half-hour format. Ah, uh, um, yeah, true. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. That's also that, that's subjective because also, like, by that account, then that doesn't include Joe Parra Talks With You, and I think that's an incredible sitcom as well. Mm-hmm. So
0: short-form sitcom, I'll give it to you. SpongeBob counts. Yeah. Yeah. Comedy arises from the situation,
1: yeah. so and there's continuity between episodes. So.
0: so, in your guys' opinion, what is the best season of Brooklyn Nine Nine? Is there one that stands out to you oh, guys? I, as Oh, I have no nice
2: idea, <gasps> no idea. I couldn't tell you which <laughs> season, what <laughs> happens in which season. I'm uh, sorry, yeah. you should have given us a heads up on that question. <laughs> only I've only, I've watched every episode, but it was like as they came out. So like I've never done like a rewatch. I have no fucking clue. What, yeah, what, what was
1: the Miami season? I think that, that
2: was season that, four, season five. That one was really good.
0: I'll pick that. One. Yeah. yeah, that is season. That. That's season four. That's a great. All one. right, great. We we yeah, love season, season four. four. season four. There's <laughs> uh, <just> better <laughs> question. Uh, I know we talked about some episodes we like. Are there any episodes we that you like that we didn't talk about yet?
1: Well, that's a good question. Let's think on this for a second.
2: All right, let's look, have like. Can we get like five minutes of dead air while we think about it? Yeah, I'll, I'll I'll fill the, I boss at the time. Uh, I'm looking up. I'm
1: I'm googling best Brooklyn Nine Nine
2: episode. let's
0: do a buzzfeed. Uh, the
2: one about. where Jake Peralta messes up and then fixes it. That's <laughs> I like that one a lot.
1: <laughs> I like you know what I like the episode where um where Jake and Amy do a stakeout together for the first time and they kind of like realize their feelings for each other. That's a yeah, good that's
0: one. that's fun. I I do like the relation the, the the story arc of Jake and Amy. I did enjoy that a lot. You know, yeah. going from friend friendly rivals to you know, you start to realize you might have a crush on this person. Into you know, the whole uh, I'm I'm a sap for a good wedding episode. I cry every time, man. It's so funny. Um,
1: Boring. Yeah. Oh, I thought of another recurring character that I really loved, um, Ken Marino in this show, where he plays like that stupid uh, lieutenant who replaces Hall. Uh, yes. Um, <laughs> yeah. He just it's... consistently messes things up. Like Ken Marino is so so good. Um, he's really good in the other two, another sitcom I've been watching recently that I recommend
0: HBO max. <laughs> okay. I'll put on the list of sitcoms. Uh, yeah, I, um, <laughs> that's a good one.
2: I, I think like any Craig Robinson episode, those are all, those yeah. are all great. I, I love every episode of those. I feel like I, the, I like the Thanksgiving episode. I feel like I remember yes. that one being really good. Um, but,
1: mm-hmm. well, they did a good Thanksgiving. Yeah, series, yeah.
2: Like all, like a lot of those are like with Jake's parents and all that stuff. I thought that was a lot of fun.
1: Um, any one that like involves the entire cast, like yeah. usually season finales, like the entire crew coming together to like solve this one crime. Like there are several episodes that are just like diehard love letters, but yes. like I think like them seeing Nakatomi Plaza for the first time is very fun. <laughs> That's a good episode. Um, I'm a
0: yeah. I'm a fan of the uh, of one of one of the Thanksgiving episodes because the C plot is uh, <laughs> Pimento and and Holt trying to find Pimento's like bookie to get money back that he lost on a, on, a, on a I think yeah it was a sports bet. And then they end up betting on, on they end up in the in the in the bar betting on the dog race. It's, just, <laughs> yeah. it's so yeah. it's so funny. Like everyone just, talks I, about the Halloween
2: episodes, but I think the Thanksgiving episodes are actually really like really good. I like, I yeah,
1: like um, I remember they like it plays a lot into like the, like the family drama, it, yeah. Like, like, the whole relationship between Jake and his father, yeah. And like seeing that play out, and like seeing how clearly like. In need of a father figure because you meet his dad and you're like, Oh, that all checks yeah. out. Like, I get it now.
2: There's another episode I, 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 just, I just remember that I really enjoyed was I wonder if it's the same one. Okay. I was it's it's when they have they throw Boyle a birthday party, but <laughs> <laughs> but but uh, it, it's it's Terry, uh, um, Jake, and uh, Raymond, and they like but like all the things Boyle wants to do are lame and stupid. So they're like, we should have, like, a good time before we go, like, celebrate with Boyle. (laughs) So they all, like, get steaks and stuff together and then they get, like, way too drunk and then they, like, almost forget to show up. So, like, 'Cause Boyle set out like all these Oh, fun, that's the Bachelor
0: like... Party episode. Right? That's sorry, Bachelor yeah. Party, that's what it was. Yeah. Yes.
2: Not birthday party Bachelor That's one party.
0: with that's the one with Reginald Ophel Johnson. Yeah, uh... so he has like all the like
2: clues and stuff and they just ignore it and go straight to the ship and they're like, Oh, hand me the coin that you found and they're like, uh yes, like like Harry, I love that coin. Episode. It's right? so yeah. funny. It's so good.
1: Uh, the one I was thinking of is uh, it's like an early episode, but the beach house, yeah. where the entire yes. the entire a... squad goes on vacation with the idea of getting away from Holt, but Holt tags yeah. along. And uh, it's just very, very funny. It's also like where you kind of see like the Jake and Holt relationship blossom.
0: Yeah, and any sort of like in gags with like Holt, like you know, referencing this like obscure jazz musician as a famous person, like I just those always just got like a good laugh out of me. The Beach House one is fun. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. There's just so many good episodes in the show. I think my favorite still has to be the one with Michael with Sterling K. Brown. That one was. Uh,
2: I mean, that's that's probably one of the best episodes for sure.
1: Oh, J.K. Simmons had a really good guest spot. Yes. Oh, yeah.
0: He's great, man.
1: Put J.K. Simmons in Love everything. Love J.K. Simmons. Love Palm Springs. Yeah. <laughs> watch Palm Springs. I was just about to say that. Watch Palm Springs for some good J.K. Simmons, Andy Samberg. Action. I still
2: yeah.
0: haven't seen that movie
2: yet. Dude, you Oh, my oh, God. The I know, I'm, the, I'm the worst.
1: <laughs> it's my favorite movie of 2010. Yeah,
2: definitely. Okay. It's also like it was It's – you're still going to really enjoy it, but it was literally like the. it came out at the perfect time, like during yeah. the – Locked down. It's like so
1: go in blind if if you haven't seen anything about it, go in blind if you can. Yeah, I, I, I know nothing about
0: you. it. So good. Go in good, blind. Yeah. Go in
1: blind. It's a date night for you and Caitlin. Yeah. Just pop on Hulu and go to Palm Springs and you're in for a ride. It's so excellent. Good. 90 minutes, you're in your episode. Yeah, easy. easy
0: watch. I'm a fan of that. Good as hell. Uh, yeah. extremely <laughs> dense. <laughs> Let me see. Are there any other episodes here that are that are uh stand out to me? I thought the like the origin story of Hitchcock and Scully was funny
2: like i like
1: that <laughs> I, I i thought it was yeah fun. I, th- I
2: thought i thought it jumped the shark a little bit there
1: oh oh vanessa bayer is debbie oh, um, oh. she was so yeah. good like the one who was like desperately trying to do well but she ended up being a <laughs> that was though. really good yeah.
2: <laughs> uh, yeah i forgot about vanessa that vanessa
1: bayer is also just great i love vanessa bayer yeah so. that
2: was a good time Super. catherine hot also uh, guess consider yourself sued <laughs>
1: Oh, what was, what was Catherine Hahn? She was. was uh, she,
2: she.
0: It was the episode where I think Boyle has to get his sperm back, but it's like in possession of his ex wife. <laughs> and uh, Catherine Hahn plays. What a good yeah, show. Catherine yeah. Hahn plays his ex wife. Uh,
2: oh. oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's that so, rules. Rules. so funny. Catherine I'm Han. a fan.
1: So glad she's finally getting the fame and recognition she deserves. Yeah. yeah. Shout out I to think,
2: WandaVision. Man, just in time for this podcast, but I think I'll, I'll, I, I want to eventually do a Brooklyn 99 rewatch. Just, just
1: for the... I think I'm gonna pick up. I'm gonna pick and choose some episodes tonight to get ready for bed.
2: Nice. There you go. But yeah, yeah. I, you know. I think. I think it sounds like we we feel pretty similarly about the show. It's solid. It's all around a good time. Like I think it like, you know, ultimately positive feelings for me. Like I I really enjoy it, but it doesn't quite break into my threshold of like of all timers. But um, I'm happy it exists. Um, yeah. And if it's something that the, if the listeners haven't checked it out yet, I I do think it's something worth adding to your watch list. And it's something you can kind of take, like you could binge it if you wanted, but honestly, I think it's fun to just like, you know, kind of like what Sean said before you go to bed, just watch a couple episodes, Kyle, you were saying the same thing. It's a really nice thing to just like turn your brain off to before you wrap up the day. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) It just, it's nice. It's, It's just, it's a nice, like, you know, it's a good time. Yeah.
0: I think there's as like we mentioned like I mentioned at the top, uh all you know, all seasons of the show are on Hulu. Uh I'm it's in my Mountain Rush board, uh with an asterisk for now. There's still <laughs> a lot of like the big tentpole sitcoms that I haven't seen yet. I still haven't oh, seen God. Dirty Rock. <clears throat> Frasier. <Yeah. clears throat> I've seen like Fra- three of I haven't seen
2: Frasier either. Yeah.
0: Fraser phone. I know. I should watch Fraser.
2: I've never I've never
0: I I think you'd really Well uh, my
2: next I think I've already decided that my next sitcom watch is going to be Thirty Rock because Hell I've never seen it Thirty Rock. I might watch that at some point. Thirty
0: Rock
1: yeah. I, I'll go ahead and say this: uh, When it comes down to like the big four of NBC, Thirty Rock, Office, Parks and Rec, uh, community, and they literally all the, aired
2: like at this, yeah. yeah Thursday nights. It was <laughs> it a dream. Was,
1: uh, it is a race for second place when it comes to funniest because Thirty Rock has that with a fucking strangle. Here, here, no one comes close to Thirty Rock. Here anyone. is my
2: thing with Thirty Rock: was I, I watched I try I gave it a shot like years ago, but I mm-hmm. watched and it was a very similar problem that I had with Parks and Rec. Was I watched all season one of Thirty Rock and I was like. That was fine. I don't really feel like I need to... I didn't feel like watching it anymore. And then uh, what kind of made me recently reconsider that is uh, Connor was watching it in the living room. And I would catch myself like... Getting hooked in, I just like sit down the couch and watch episodes with them, and I'm like, "Wait, this is really good! <laughs> like, like it, it's yeah. really, really funny." So I, um, I think I'm just gonna like, I just I'll rewatch season one because I'm a purist. I watch everything from start to finish. Yeah, no um, you should. So I'm gonna do that, and then just have a, I think, like once I get past that initial barrier, I'm gonna have a good time because Parks and Rec. Yeah. I will say, like, I know a lot of people who like love Parks and Rec to death. I think I like Brooklyn Nine Nine more than Parks and Rec, if I'm being honest. Wow. Um. Mostly because I think Parks and Rec season one is like awful, like yeah, really bad. bad. Um And it takes like, like season two, like it kind of rede- it redeems itself pretty quickly and it, it starts finding its footing. Um, but Parks and Rec just never really hit a, like similar to how Brooklyn Nine-Nine never like hits like super high peaks, but like it's really solid and good. Parks and Rec for me never, like maybe occasionally there's some like, there's definitely standout episodes. And it's a gr- I think it's a really good show. But it's def- it's not in my Mount Rushmore of sitcoms, and I I, I think I have like a closer attachment to Brooklyn Nine Nine than I do Parks and Rec. Um, maybe yep. it's because I only watched Parks and Rec after it was done, so I binged it because um, I finally was able to power through season one. Um, but <laughs> Brooklyn Nine Nine was just like I just had a good time from start to finish, and it kind of left a better impression on me than Parks and Rec. Um, and I thought yeah. the the ending of Parks and Rec was also like. I don't know. Definitely better than Brooklyn Nine Nine ending, but yes. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah,
0: Cause it's, yeah. I, as someone that that re- uh, recently binge watched both, I binge watched uh, Parks and Rec over the past year as well. Uh, I agree. I think I like Brooklyn Nine Nine at its highs more. And again, like I feel like it's just. It's, a lot of the humor in these like older ish shitcoms, like you said, don't really age well. Like, oh, don't call them old. That yeah, okay, that's, I know, okay. right? that's why I, that's I, I say old with like an asterisk because, like you said, like you know the the out view of, of how people view the police changes drastically in you know throughout the run of Brooklyn Nine Nine, and a lot of the humor that's used in Parks and Rec, you know, the character of you know of uh, Tom definitely has not aged well in in you know modern times. So there's a lot, but again, you know you you kind of have to take it for what it is, I guess. And uh, I'm not really sure how, you know, to skew people's views on that. But I think I, I agree. The, the where, where Parks and Rec was very funny, uh, you know, a lot of the time. I definitely enjoyed it a lot. Uh, I definitely think Brooklyn Nine-Nine and, you know, shows like Community definitely make like a bigger impact on me personally. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. I think the uh, next sitcom I'm trying to tackle, as far as like the big ones go, I think I'm going to try to tackle Cheers next. There you go. Oh, that's, a, that's, <laughs> that's a huge one. Cause I love Frasier. Frasier's in my top four, undeniably. Uh, and I kind of want to see uh, Frasier Origins, which is just true. <laughs> Hell yeah! Also, like, Peak Simpsons is untouchable, but it's hard to like put Simpsons on there because it's just a behemoth. Oh yeah, now. Simpsons
2: is also like, like I've been I've been really like, wanting to like start. Simpsons. I don't
1: think there's a I don't think there's a better ten season run of any show than the Simpsons. The first ten seasons, it's like there's no one comes close as far as like a ten season consistent run. Mm-hmm. Simpsons is like nothing but peaks for like at least seasons like three through eight it's nothing but peaks it's crazy no
2: i agree um (laughs) i I also like i I brought up spongebob earlier but i'm like actually serious about it (laughs) like like (laughs) i think i think those like the like those three seasons of spongebob are just like so like i feel like it kind of gets like yeah, yeah it gets like kind of put aside because it's a cartoon and it doesn't hit the 30 minute like runtime of like most sitcoms per episode but if you like like, and I know meme culture is kind of like, I feel like people take it for granted because of how often Spongebob is memed. But like, Spongebob is truly universal in its humor. And I feel like it was doing something that, like, no other cartoon, like, in terms of just pure comedy, very few cartoons come even close, I think, to just like the jokes per second of Spongebob and just like how tightly written. The, the 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 comedy is because like some of my favorite cartoons of all time like i still kind of like i just don't i don't think they, they touch spongebob mm-hmm. it's it's tough
0: yeah i i mean you just look at those first three seasons of spongebob like you mentioned it's like the foundation for like so many just you know in a commerce it, it just gets to that point in a conversation sometimes where you just start like quoting spongebob one-liners and you just can't stop it's like it's it's a disease like yeah. The show at, at, at its peak is just, you know, is is so funny. But I agree. It's like you start getting into, you know, is a calzone a sandwich is a you know, is uh you uh, know, all, uh is is a hot dog a sandwich type situation with that. Um I think let me try to think out of the sitcoms I've watched, I've watched again a lot of sitcoms over the past year. Brooklyn 9 is definitely uh up there. Uh one I'll uh another one I'll give a shout out to, and I want to go back and finish it because I haven't gotten a chance to is uh, Aquafina is Nora from Queens. Uh having yeah, a oh, yeah I liked it I think Aquafina's funny, you know you, you, uh, cool. it was a good show it was fun, nice and that's
1: good, yeah. good for aquafina
0: yeah. come on the yeah.
2: yeah. that yeah. yeah that'll be a big get uh <laughs> uh no nah. does, does, does anyone here have Seinfeld in their top four?
0: I've actually never seen Seinfeld all the way through. I've oh, seen like man. A, I've seen a lot of like you know the big episodes of Seinfeld, but like I've never seen it all the way like from start to finish, you know. You
1: know what? I don't know if it's in my top four, but I know I ranked this show above Seinfeld. Um, I really love Malcolm in the Middle That's so good. I think Malcolm... That's a blind spot for me.
2: I I need to watch that. Yeah,
1: no, Malcolm's a great time. I I heard someone once say it's the closest thing you'll get to like a live action Simpsons, (laughs) but it's also just like a very fun like... It's a fun show to watch. I think there's, like, some amazing, amazing comedy and, like, some really smart writing. Yeah. And a lot of those writers went on to work on other big shows like The Office and Parks and Rec and, like, so many other stuff. But, like, a lot of them got their start on that Yeah. One.
2: I'm not... I'm not... Uh, so I really... Oh, sorry.
1: I love that show. I'm trying to think of other, like... I mean, I really... I'm not going to start gushing about it now. Again, we're an hour and ten into the son uh-huh. of a bitch. But, uh king of the hill i cannot stress enough is I just did, like I, one of the finest american creations i do think king of the hill
2: is like a nearly perfect tv show um, it's, it's in my it's in my the, top four it, it might be it might the be the true
1: finale yeah. of that show is like you cannot end a show that lasted 12 seasons better than the what was supposed to be the finale of king of the hill and end up they end up bearing one or two extra episodes on adult swim mm-hmm. but it ends with like hank and bobby grilling <laughs> and, like, you could not have ended that show in a better fashion. It's it's just such a beautiful, touching way to end the series.
2: Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah.
1: King of the Hill Rules. I, I love that fucking show. Yeah,
0: I agree. It's a great show. Uh, it's legendary.
1: It also, it, it got better with age. Oh, yeah. It, it like, it holds up surprisingly. I oh, agree. Really.
0: Yeah. Like, you know, I mentioned, uh, you know, my girlfriend, she loves, like, those, like, adult, like, animated television shows. Uh, you know, she loves The Simpsons. She loves Bob's Burgers. Uh we recently mm. watched uh The Great North which is another one of those like
1: uh, uh I started that one it I, I liked it new. it was
0: it was it was very funny uh from what I've seen so far I think there's we have we never got around to finishing it but it was it was funny uh she'd never seen King of the Hill before and wow you know, it, 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 it it took her a while to get into it but then we got to the to the to the Boggle episode and my girlfriend
2: was Boggle. <laughs> oh yeah. she was like yeah to show King that,
0: of the
1: Hill right. is a- it's ultimately a show about uh, Hank Hill having to confront masculinity in many, many ways. Yeah, yes. um, my- um, Both through like a son that's not being super macho, and his wife. And I, honestly, if anyone says that they hate Peggy Hill, they can kiss my. Oh yeah, that's
2: <laughs> such a good
3: character. Peggy
1: Hill. Peggy Hill is so funny. Mm-hmm. My favorite. Work that they ever give keggy hill is that she will state facts as her opinion yeah. like she'll say like in my opinion the best way to start a fire is with kindling and like that's just how you start a fire <laughs> but it rules my,
2: my friend who grew up in texas she i was talking to her about king of the hill she's like king of the hill is literally just a documentary
3: <laughs> it makes me so yeah, that
1: shows yeah. incredible I fucking like, love like, That's no, my purse. Like, she's
2: like, She's like, I don't even know if it counts as a comedy. Like, this is just what living in Texas is like. <laughs> yeah,
1: it's the best. And that's it's part so of what's good so, good. And it's like... so
2: it's so so sincere, and it's so like the humor is in the like the reality of it. Like, it's so dry,
1: and knowing the character, yeah. like <laughs> there was like ten different Dale lines just came to my head. <laughs> I wanted to say all of them at once. Like... saying the perfect uh, crime.
2: The nah, perfect no, crime. the perfect yeah. crime
1: is one of my favorites. Which is just like, <laughs> honey, we stole a news van. The perfect crime. How will they report
2: <laughs> yeah. it? Like, it's so fucking funny. There's
1: another one where it's like, Hank, I I thought I knew you. We've been best friends since third grade. When did this start? Second grade? <laughs> like <laughs> So many simple jokes like that. And it's just such a beautiful fucking yeah. show. I honestly like if you watch it, like the, the what was supposed to be the finale of that series is just like it they wrap up every character so well. And it uh, it's a show that I desperately would love to see get brought back for a reboot, but it's going to be nearly impossible considering that the actors that played Luann and Lucky are both dead. Mm,
3: yeah.
1: Um, but no, nah, it's just King of the Hill. It's gotten so much better with age, and like, it's just it's so so so. Good. I think one of my favorite. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. It's it's yeah. It's it. I, when I I remember I came to terms with it recently. It's my number one. It's King of the Hill's my number I one. I
0: think one of my favorite episodes is when I think <laughs> Bobby and Hank accidentally make meth for like the science fair oh yeah yeah
1: like, when, they, when no hank's fishing and he, he fishes with yes <laughs> yeah yeah, that yeah that's what it was but no but you're thinking you conflated that with another one which is just um connie's cousin comes into town and teaches. that's Bonnie what it was yeah for
0: the science fair okay yeah that's yeah. another good one it's a great show so yeah. our, hey listen I, I, I've always wanted to do, like, you know, a, a, I wanted to find an excuse to talk about sitcoms. I figured Brooklyn Nine-Nine was the best way to, you know, give an, an ode to a great show and, you know, talk about some of our other favorite shows. So I'm glad that it, it eventually tangented it off that way. So,
1: yeah, tell you what, when you when you watch
0: all A Good Place, bring us back for Good yeah, Place. We'll it. do an episode yeah, on that. Oh yeah, I'm down for it. Well, I'll, I'm locking it in right now. Cooped up, all locked
2: right. in. Get Jared on there, too. I'll have a whole panel.
0: Yeah, we'll have the full Ooh La podcast on here. Talk, talk about the fanciest uh, shows to binge on your. On, there, there's a lot of fancy elements it's, to yeah, the show. Yeah, it's true. I'm here for it. But uh, yeah, listen. That's, that's I think that's a, a, probably a good place to stop. Any closing thoughts? Anything else you want to say about Brooklyn Nine Nine before we we wrap things up here in sitcoms in general?
3: <laughs>
1: um, donate to your local bail fund. Yes.
2: A <laughs> uh, cab. Yeah, yeah there we go but uh yeah that's gonna be it for
0: this week's episode uh guys thank you so much for joining me it, again i've had you both have been fantastic guests on your individual pods bringing you together uh was a, an easy decision for me so i, I appreciate your guys's time for wanting to sit down and, and talk <laughs>
2: <laughs> a- We're rocking out right now. You can't see it, yeah, but Sean guess- <laughs> and I are rocking out loud. We're just jamming, man. Yeah.
0: Uh, any other shows you guys are watching you want to shout, you know, want to mention before we, we wrap things up? No, I'd rather just plug ourselves. <laughs> yeah, just do
2: that instead. <laughs> Got him.
0: Okay.
1: Gotcha, uh, baby. Uh,
2: uh, on Crunchyroll.com. Say less. <laughs>
1: uh i have been watching sex of the city recently. i can't recommend nice. i mean it's pretty good man <laughs> sex of the city's funny it's a funny show no. um now you can follow uh me on twitter at uh captain tony uh, you can request to follow me on instagram i'll see if i want you there or not <laughs> um, and uh follow me on letterboxd at frogmans and uh of course follow ooh la Don't mind if I do on Twitter at Ooh La La Podcast, where I host it with my very, very handsome, one of my handsome co-hosts, Cameron. I'll pass it over to him now.
2: Wowie, wowie, wow. Um, Yeah, I'm Cam. You can follow me on Twitter at Camelange, C-A-M-A-L-A-N-G-E. You can also follow me on Twitch.tv, same name. I'm Camelange everywhere. Um and i don't know i've just been busy so <laughs> <laughs> i'm like, do I, yeah, I'm like what i have to plug uh i got uh i'm a master ranked player at pokemon unite so that's what hey i was gonna say
1: tweeted us it tweeted us if you want this business on pokemon hey. unite and let us get a five stacks so we have
0: to deal with yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah there you I, go so i
0: love that for you guys and again if you guys are not feeling so inclined to follow me i'm at koopa nj Across platforms, that's Twitter, uh, Twitch, and Instagram. Uh, at the time of me posting this, I'll be commentating at Super Smash Con Fall Fest. Uh, oh yeah, about a... who are you? Who, are, who who are you commentating with? Uh, I don't know yet. Actually, well, I do know. I, uh, I got I got I got the schedule and everything. Uh, I'm I'm dusting it off, Cam. I'm commentating Smash Wii U this
2: weekend. <laughs> you son of a bitch, bring me back! Bring yeah. me back! It's my <laughs> it's the role I was born to do.
1: Hey. It'll be cool for you to like commentate pools and grand finals in the same match.
2: Yeah, (laughs) honestly, Uh, man, I'm I'm excited. I I commentated Smash Con once. You did? Did That's
0: all at at the Koopa Coaching Tree. I got you a commentary (laughs) job. Are they doing the awards again? I don't think it's a much smaller event. uh, You know, I give you award for cutest. A lot of the candidates are canceled. Oh wait, but there's a problem with Smash players. Okay, yeah, we're, we're just gonna let's see if this makes sense. Gotta go, but we are again, gonna be it for our episodes, folks. We'll catch you guys on the flip side again. Uh, follow the show at Cooped Up Pod as well. Follow us across your favorite podcasting, uh, you know, services if you want to watch us on YouTube. Uh, we're also on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Hit it, hit Think it, about it. it if there's it. a podcast app Think in existence, it. we're on it, probably. Yeah. Yeah, baby, <laughs> and note, up. we landed that plane somehow. Uh, uh, thanks for everything. title all your sex <laughs> tape. oh yeah, We made the whole podcast with that. Play nice. <laughs> with yeah, uh, 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 nice. nice. Yeah.
1: Nice. Nice. Cool. 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 Oh, I don't know the I,
0: I think uh, that was it. Terry loves ending yeah. a podcast. That's for sure. Well, yeah. There you go. Alright, we got all the jokes out, guys. Have yourselves a good night. Take care. Bye bye. Did you guys
3: know?